What it do? What it do? Welcome to Kicking It with Jig. I'm your host, John Jig, and you know we have a special guest today. From back in the day, my brother, my guy, goddamn Twacky Jones. What it do, man? What's the deal, bro? bro? What's the deal? You know, man, how you been? Everything been good with you, bro? Hey, man, I ain't gonna even complain, bro. I've been blessed. You know, I'm just taking it one day at a time. You know, just trying to take it in. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hell yeah, hey. So before we get started, you know, we always. It's how we start off every uh, episode. You know, I want to thank God because without him, none of this is possible. True that. And, you know, God, I ask that you bless this message and, you know, it helps somebody uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, uh, financially, whatever you needed to get to them, Lord, I ask that, you know, it get to them. So right on to our first topic, you know, we want to talk about, you know, some things about, like, you know, when people are forced into situations and, you know, that they don't want to do. The mind frame they have, like me, you know, coming out of high school, you know, I was forced to go to the military to finish high school. I didn't, that wasn't part of my plan to never go, but I had to go, you know. So when I went, all of my ambitions and dreams on life were put on hold. So everything that I saw myself inside house and how, where I wanted to be, all that was put on hold. Even my mental of growing, you know, was that the same with you? In situations you had in life? I mean, I was really never, like, forced to do nothing. It was just based off of, like, like, no lie. Growing up, my mom gave me a lot of, you know, freedom to, like, really, you know, crash my own life. Not necessarily crash my life, but, you know, basically, like, okay, you a man out here in these streets. You got to make your own decisions. So, uh, you know... Being in the streets, you know, being around. I ain't going to necessarily say the wrong people. But at that time, it was just like, oh, these are my friends. Like, mm-hmm. you feel me? So, you know, like I said, I was really never forced into anything. Everything was by, you know, my own decision. And that's what basically everything. Like, I've never been forced into nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like me. So, you know, before, before you know, of doing this thing with the military, you know, in high school, I just was like, okay, after high school, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to play ball, you know. I'm going to get the whole college experience. I'm going to join the fraternity or whatever I'm going to do. I'm going to do, and I'm going to get that whole college experience that I wanted. Mm-hmm. But, goddamn dog cross street barking, fucking up the goddamn shit. Hey, man, shut that motherfucker up. Hey, that's not so. He just gonna be barking all motherfucking day long. But anyway, yeah. So like, that's what I wanted to do. So my mind frame going in was like, okay, college student, college student. This is what you know where my mind frame was stuck at. But I had to transition my mind frame because I was in the military. So like all that, what I wanted to do on life and all the things that made me happy was at the back of my mind. So like when I finally got out the military and I was able to get back and do me and do what I wanted to do to chase the dreams that I wanted to accomplish in life, my mind frame was still, you know, back at that kid coming out of high school, going into college, because now it's like, oh, this is where I want to be. So I tap back in to that part of my brain where I left off where life, for me, where where, where life stopped at. See, that's, that's like similar to like my situation because like I went to prison like in the prime of my like, my, I went to prison at 21 years old. Mm-hmm. 
it was just like I was in junior college. I was, you know, on my, I wouldn't say necessarily on my way, but I was on my way out of the hood as far as going to school and all that shit. Facts. So, I, you know, I was going playing J- JC ball or whatever. I did some bozo shit, ended up going to prison at 20, 21 years old. Did damn near all my 20s. But, like, going to prison, like, helped me in, in, in life because I feel like it molded me into the person that I needed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily the person that I wanted to be, the person that I needed to be to survive in the streets. So it's like I always had that militant mind state, like you feel me, like being in there for so long. Mm-hmm. But my heart was always playing football, playing football, Facts. playing football. Same. Like that's that's always mm-hmm. been before I even fell in love with a female football. A football pigskin was my first love. Mm-hmm. So like that that would never you know destroy or go away away from me. So like I used to always think to myself like, man, I need to I need to get back. <coughs> I need to get back to the field some way, somehow. I need mm-hmm. to get back to the field. It was just like, like I could be going through shit like all week, no matter what it is. Ups, mm-hmm. downs, you feel me, smiles, frowns, all week. That one day for that few hours out of that day, none of that shit it matters. matters. It's gone. It's like I can it's relieve. It's a sanctuary. Exactly. I can, I can relieve my stress on somebody without going back to jail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's like it's like it's like my comfort zone. So when I finally did get out of prison, uh, I, I linked up with one of my homeboys that I used to work out with in prison. And he was telling me about semi pro. So ever since I got out of prison, man, that's all I've been doing playing semi pro ball because it gave me that that peace like like I need like because yeah. like South Central man, you don't get no fucking peace out here. You at know? all, at all, like. You know like this shit is a war zone, like literally a war zone, and that's somewhere the football field, man. I feel like n- nothing. It's like it's paradise, bro. It's just like a clean. It's like a body cleanse. Okay. It's like a body cleanse. Like when you cry, it cleans your soul. It's you release like, all them exactly. bad toxins and everything. Exactly. Yeah, I feel exactly. it. I feel it. So like for me, you know, when I came back, it was. You know, it was not get right to football. Mm-hmm. It was like get a job. Yeah, yeah, of course. Hell get yeah. a job. So it's like, you know, I came back in 2013, but I didn't start playing football until, uh, what, 2014? Yeah, four, it was like 14. Uh, I think 2014. You went to Harvard, right? Yeah, when, yeah. I, when, I, when I went and enrolled at Harvard and started playing football, you know, but up until that point, when I got back from the military, my mind was still like set on them foundation bases that the military, you know, they train you to be get your ass yeah, up, yeah. go get out there and work, do your do your how many hours you got to do, come home, do it all over again. Like no, like to me that was that was too repetitive. It was robotish. Mm-hmm. I wasn't chasing. I wasn't happy, even though like you know I had money and we was able to go to the club. Like you know, bro, I used to leave club, I used to leave work. Yeah, come go to the club. Let's go. We going up. I gotta be. I gotta be back to base though. Gotta go back. But that's see, that's the same mm-hmm. shit. Like, like I said, when I went to prison, I had that militant mind state. Mm-hmm. That's what prison is. Like I swear to you, bro. Like I was on the level three yard. Now, level three yard is death row, level four, level three. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was on one of the coldest, 
wildest level three yards you could be on. We used to be on lockdown eight months out of a year. Mm-hmm. Lockdown, 23, lock, 23 hour lockdown in your cell. <coughs> Come out for an hour to shower, get on the phone or do whatever you got to do. And then it's back into that. And then it's back point. into it. But even if we wasn't on lockdown, everything is, is, is repetitive. It's mm-hmm. the same shit yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah, you know, day I, in and day out. You know, I had I had got locked up for a weekend or whatever on some dumb shit. Is it a weekend? That was on some dumb shit that had nothing to do with me. We'll talk about that later when we get to one of them episodes of crazy moments and jigs. Like, <laughs> but um, but yeah, bro. The whole time I was there, repetitive. The same time, the lights cut on for you to wake up. The lights mm-hmm. cut off for you to go to sleep. Motherfucking, they tell you. On the dot, oh, we got breakfast at this time. Come get it. We got lunch. It's it's repetitive and ain't. Yeah. It's like you know they, it's robots. They making robots. Now, I wouldn't you even know? say I wouldn't even say robots. <laughs> they breeding goldfish. That part. What the, do the, a goldfish do? Just nothing. In the same thing all Over day long. long in the bus, in the, in the fish bowl, circles and circles and circles. That's the only thing you do. It's the same shit. They call they call it in there. They call it a program. Mm-hmm. You find you a program. Something you're going to do every day. You yep. feel me? You're going to get up. I'm going to pray. I'm going to make me some breakfast. Or I'm going to go to breakfast. Come back. I'm going to do a little workout. Watch a little TV. I'm going to go to work or go wherever I go to school. Yep. I'm going to come back home. I'm going to shower. I'm going to go out to the yard. I'm going to work out. Boom. I'm going to come back in. I'm going to shower again and get ready for dinner or cook me something. Mm-hmm. And after I eat, I'm going to chill, sit back, watch TV. If not watch TV, go to night yard. Man, I mean, you're going to do that every day. Every day. <clears throat> yeah, so like, you know, once I got back into playing football, my mind frame was like, okay, yeah, freshman in college, now life is starting to go where you want the way you wanted it to be from so many years ago when it didn't turn out this way because of whatever situation happened. So now that, you know, now that I'm in college, you know, my mind frame Freshman, I know I'm older than what than what I'm a normal freshman is, yeah. but you know, I'm getting the whole college experience. Everything that you're supposed to do as a freshman in college, I'm trying to go do it. You know, all the dumb shit where they're like, "Bro, we motherfucking, we got finals this week, but fuck it, we turning up still." Hell yeah, I'm I'm doing, I'm experiencing because this is help was helping me grow. It helped me become the person I'm supposed and to be. And shit, that's an experience you wouldn't have ever got. Exactly. Like, so you got to take that shit for what it's worth. Exactly. Like, there's, you know, doing all that, you're going to fail. You're going to have, you're going to have your obstacles that knock you down in life. But that's what make you grow as a yeah, person. Yeah, because you, you learn. Need, you need to have those experiences where you get knocked on your ass and, you know, you motherfucking, like, nigga, my first motherfucking, uh, my first year at Minot. My spring semester, bro, when the winter first hit, it was too cold, bro. I said, fuck school, I'm not going. <laughs> Nigga, bro, I failed. Out of four classes, I failed two. <laughs> Lost my scholarship. I had to come out of pocket now to play. Yeah. But it's like, that's that's something that I had to learn to be like, okay, I had to go through that so I could be like, okay, yeah, it don't matter what the breaking me. It's breaking me, but I can't let it. I, I can't let it break Hell me. Hell no. Because, and that's the thing, but it's hard, but a lot of people, you know, they mind frame because of whatever they went through, they not back to the happiness. Yeah. They still holding on to that. And it's like, nah, you got to understand that that was a growing stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did it. You fucked up, but you can't hold on to it and dwell on it 
and be like, fuck, man, that shit we can fuck my life up. Like, nah, like, you know, you never know. It could have made your life better. Hey, you want me to tell you what an OG told me in the prison, man? He said, you'll never know how strong you are until you get put in a strong situation. Yup. A motherfucker can say, just for example, I can bench 250 right now. I can bench 250 right now. Mm-hmm. Not knowing if he can bench 250, but the whole time he's scared to bench 250. You would never know, know if, if you, you don't, don't never get, get under. That That's right. another saying. You'll miss a hundred shots. Mm-hmm. You'll miss a hundred shots you don't take. Of course, of course. You gotta, you know, you gotta jump off that motherfucking cliff. How you, how you expect, how you expect a bird to fly if they don't fall off the tree? Exactly. It just, but you know, a lot of people be scared because of what they went through. Exactly. Yep. <clears throat> it don't matter. It don't matter what you went through. You went through that for a reason to make you a better person. So like me now that I got back to what it is that I saw my life going to coming out of high school mm-hmm. and everything, I've been much happier, been, you know, more successful in the things that I do because of the fact it's like this is I'm working to what I wanna do. It's not that like, you know, I was forced into a situation mm-hmm. and now it's like, damn, I got to do this. I don't even want to be here. Fuck, but I got to do this shit. That shit, you know, that's a hindrance. I feel like that's a that's a bad spirit. It's put on. Yeah, yeah, it's a big anchor. You, you being forced to do something you don't want to do. But don't get me wrong. Sometimes some people need to be forced to do shit that they don't want to do because the decisions that they're making isn't setting them down to a, uh, a path that's going to be, you know, a motherfucking rainbow with gold at the end of that motherfucking. Mm-hmm. You going down the path that's to a big, deep-ass dungeon with a dragon down there with his mouth open, waiting on you. Right? Waiting on your dog ass. Waiting on you. So sometimes, yeah, you got to, hey, stupid, get your dumb ass on this road. I'm taking you with me. You going over here no matter what. You got to do that, you know? So I, I just, honestly, I, I look at it like, I didn't did so much bad shit in my life. Mm-hmm. So much bad. I it's not even. I ain't gonna put extras <coughs> on it like just out of the way like too much shit. But I didn't did a lot of bad shit in my life to where it put me in a lot of fucked up situations. Mm-hmm. Like you see what I'm saying. So now that I'm older, I didn't got out of prison. Like you feel me? I didn't got off parole or whatever. Like I move with a purpose now. Like you feel me? It's just not. Yeah. I'm not freelancing. I hear no, reckless move. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. and then I also ha- I also got the mindset. Like I did so much bad shit, and I see where it got me. Let me switch it up and let me do some good shit. Yeah, like you see and see where I go. Mm-hmm. And ever since I didn't have that mind state and that mind frame, bro, it's just like I've been on the escalator, bro. It's just like. It, it, escalator slow, but guess what? It's climbing. It's still going, bro. Hey, like, man, you it's feel a me? marathon, not a sprint. You feel it me? It takes time. You know, my uh, I got a saying that you know, sometimes you know, I call I call us humans. I call I call us flowers. Mm-hmm. And the world we live in, I call it that our garden. Sometimes you know you may be trying to grow, but you on one side of the house where the sh- the sun ain't hitting you. Mm-hmm. So you got to get your ass up and move to the other side of the garden, change your perspective on how you've been doing shit. Because on this side, you've been doing shit this way up under this roof, doing everything up under but the sun barely hitting you. You supposed to be a big ass tree. Mm-hmm. You barely a motherfucking uh, a bush, because you ain't you know you you not getting and doing the things that you need to help you grow. 
but you get up and you move from on this side and go on the other side of the house where that where now it's open, the sun is hitting me, I'm doing shit in a in a good manner, doing what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. righteously. Bam, you start growing. Growing and, take and off. And then and then as I got older, like I was saying, like like I started thinking about, you know, all the good shit I can do. Or you feel me, the good shit I can be doing to where now I'm thinking clear to where like the cold thing about life, bro. Is this shit is temporary, like you feel me? Facts. Like and everything after this is forever. Mm-hmm. So it's not. I I don't care about a motherfucker missing me when I'm gone. Just remember my legacy, what I left behind. Like that you part. feel me? Like I don't care about you missing me at all. Me the flesh, cause I'm gonna be the memories me? and the spirit gonna be with because you. Because when I'm gone, what I laid down here, that shit is gonna have me set for the rest, like you know, beyond eternity. Like you Facts. feel me? Because this shit is just like a lobby. Yeah, like you feel me. The way lobby to, uh, up to the you gonna to the go penthouse. up or down. You gonna go up or down. <clears throat> go you to the basement me? or the penthouse. So that's why I said, you know, this shit is temporary, and everything after this is forever. Like, so you see what I'm saying? So I don't care how you look at me now. Just you know what I'm saying? Don't you ain't even gotta fucking miss me. I don't give a fuck. That part. This, this, you know, the legacy, the legacy that I did exactly. Or the transition. <coughs> I wouldn't even say the legacy. Oh, like he the twack, transition of where he went, came from. Twack went from this, and he didn't. He went from this. He went from this little, this this lowercase a. Now this nigga big D, he a big it, dog. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, that's what that's a legacy. Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be remembered as the little ignorant motherfucker. Like you feel me, that couldn't do shit right. Facts. Are you feel me? Because even though, even though my legacy of that will still be lived, like you yeah, know, it'll th- still be remembered. That's not something you want to be recognized yeah. for. I don't care, bro. I don't give a fuck how much, how much a motherfucker work a motherfucker put in, how much motherfucker dope a nigga then so Motherfucker don't want to live that savage, thuggish life. Forever. I don't give a fuck. No, I don't give change a fuck. it up at some point in time. If you got some type of heart in your body, bro, you don't want to live that life. No. You just have no other... You don't see no other Other options. Because you have them. You have them. You just don't see them at this point. So this is what you... Okay. It's like, you know, it's like you being a product in your environment. All you see is niggas dope dealing, stealing cars, drinking, motherfucking pipping women. This is what you feel like life is. This is what life is supposed to be. I'm supposed to do all this. So you, in return, you do it, and then you, and then you, you pass it on to your next generation, mm-hmm. your seed. Not really sitting back, looking at it like, damn, bro, like I sold them drugs to that lady. Yeah, I got money in my pocket, but shit, it probably took away from her kids. It's killing her, you know. It took away from her her home. Not thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Or I stole that car. Yeah, okay. What if I stole that car? And now this motherfucker got they uh. They fiance or or somebody they they significant other going through cancer is the only car they got. You're not yeah, thinking you never, about yeah, no, you you're not thinking about, about that shit like that. It's it's until you grow and you be like, okay, maybe you know the shit I was doing wasn't right, and that's fucked up. You start thinking about all this other other factors that come into it. But like you said, you gotta wanna leave a different legacy. But and honestly though, I don't think I would have ever. Thought that way if I didn't go to prison. Sometimes, yeah. So sometimes you know you don't you don't change your mind frame of thinking and you don't think that there's nothing wrong with that. To where until I didn't have you no put other option but to think. Yeah, exactly. You like, what me? the fuck? To really sit back and reflect on what you did. Let me tell you something. Another OG told me. 
I was sitting in the cell. Well, not even the cell. I was in the day room. I was in the corner. I had first got like to the county, to the county jail, and they was offering me the time. I was like, what? I'm like, fuck. OG came and sat next to me. He said, hey, youngster. He said, hey, what do Phil Jackson do to Kobe Bryant when he messing up in the game? <coughs> At the time, I'm mad because they don't want to hear the dumbass Yeah, question. I don't want to hear this shit. Like, get your old ass out my face. Like, you feel me? He was like, I see you kind of confused about the question. He was like, but I'm going to answer it for you. So when he said that, I looked up. He was like, when Kobe Bryant fuck up in the game, Phil Jackson just sitting down on the bench. He tell him where he messed up at, then he put him back in the game. Mm-hmm. He said, that's what God doing to you right now. He said, take everything with straw, youngster. And he walked off. Mm-hmm. And this was... I went to prison in 2007, bro. It's 2020. Come on. I still remember word for word what that man said. It was a, it, he, he left an impact on you from what he said. And, bro, when I got put back in the game, like I said, I've been on that escalator, bro. Mm. Like, you feel Maneuver me? Maneuvering different. Hey, R.I.P. my nigga Kobe, man. Yeah, Black man. mama, man. For that real, for real. Bro. Man, like, how was... How was watching him growing up? What was that impact on you? Because me, like, when I saw Kobe do shit, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, because him, he was the Jordan for me. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't come in the league until I was six years old. Yeah. So, growing up, see, this is what see, I get to watch. See, that's crazy because, you know, I'm a little older than you, right? Facts. So, I've actually seen all three play. I just seen Jordan play. I just seen Kobe play. And I just seen LeBron. Yeah. I've seen all three. I saw Jordan play, but on his back end with the Wizards when he won shit, when he averaged like six, nah, seven points. I was watching Jordan when with them bulls. nobody wanted to be anybody. Everybody wanted to be Jordan. Mm-hmm. Just like how everybody wanted to be Kobe. Now, all the kids now want to be LeBron. No, Steph Curry. You see what I'm saying? But <coughs> every It wasn't nobody else that people wanted, or us, we wanted to be about but Jordan. Yeah. But the impact, like... Kobe didn't had just like based on the city of LA, bro. You should see, like what He's the news what the news cover. It's not even a portion of how much love is out that here part. for this man. Like that, that's just in our city. Yeah, that's just they just at, covered Staples Center. Yeah, yeah. They bro. ain't go through Culver City. Bro. They ain't go through motherfucking Watts. Uh, South Bay area. None of that. None they, of that. They, they didn't even go to the Inland Empire. No. They fucking I'm telling you. It so, just, yeah. just outside of L.A., like, Kobe had an impact on the world. Like, no yeah. lie. It's just... Uh, it's I just, feel like his impact, worldly, was bigger than Jordan's impact. Yeah, hell, hell yeah. Bigger than Jordan's impact is what brought the attention hey, to look, the NBA. You, want me to tell you a true fact? Kobe probably has more Latino fans than he has black fans. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Just because of the fact that. And because of that, he learned how to speak Spanish fluently just to interact with his. But you also know that he did grow up in Spain because his dad played ball. So over there, you know, yeah, you got to, you know, you got to talk. He was worldwide. 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 Global, Global, bro. Global. Uh, When I say like a legend without. Without even debate, just and not even from, not even from just what he did in the game that we saw, but the rumors and the small footage mm-hmm. of him working to do all that in the game. 
you, it's countless amount of players that can say, bro, Kobe, don't nobody work like Kobe. No. Don't nobody work like Kobe. And that right there, that is like, for me, that's a foundation that I'm following. Because it's like, bro, if if this man, even though this man only playing basketball, this is what he doing. Like, to do that at that level and be great for 20 years and be that good at that level, bro, you got to you gotta sacrifice yeah. sleep, time, and everything. everything. And that goes with anything that you're doing, whether if you want to be an entertainer, you want to be a doctor, you got to go all in. If you say, fuck it, I just want to be a street performer and yeah. make money on the street performing, doing fucking jokes, Whatever back flipping, whatever. whatever it is, be the motherfucking best. best you gonna be at try it. to be the Jordan or Kobe. Whatever it is you do, if you a painter, be the man. fucking best painter. Make the motherfuckers can. Man, they pay hundreds of thousands for Picassos. Make them pay man, hundreds they pay, of thousands. They pay two hundred fifty thousand for paint that just thrown on the board. Come on, be the best, but you gotta work. You gotta That's sacrifice it. that time. It's you know that man. He sacrificed time to his daughters. But he also he didn't he figured it out. But look at you gotta look at it like this. Just put it in the job in the job reference. If you don't go to work, guess what? You don't get no money. It ain't no house. You can't even pay for them for these. You don't get no girls. money. You don't get you no work, money. You live on the street. You work. I mean, that's just common sense though. It's just like yeah. I just put in a, a metaphor, just a way easier metaphor. You don't go to work, you don't get no money. You can't take care of yourself at all. So how you you know you gotta what, what you have to be? You have to be a sleepy. Uh, have to be tired, sleeping again in a nice house, or a well-rested bum. Yeah, but I've been, I've been on both sides. That part, I've been on the car, both sides, all kind of shit, bro. So Get that's out. why I feel like I can <coughs> I not necessarily early in the morning, not necessarily, um, um, like counsel somebody. Yeah. But I feel like I can give them my testimony. Like that part. You see what I'm saying? Like because, I yeah. didn't. I didn't slept outside. I didn't slept in the car. I didn't have you know. I didn't have family members look me in the eye and you know lie to me and tell me that the money my that I work for ain't here or you know because I'm staying with them and there's no more money you gotta go or you know fucking I don't want you here because you know I can't. I can't accept your mouth because it's the truth. I didn't, I've been kinda, told. I've all kind of bullshit. I've been told to my face that they didn't have a family by a family member that they didn't have no more room in the house when I was sleeping outside. When I know they had an extra room. Come on, like you feel me? That's man. And the thing, but is, that shit, that shit only it, at the time it made me mad. I no lie, yeah. it made me mad. But shit, made what you can I do? What can I fucking do? And what it did, it, it, it clarified a lot of shit for you when it comes to that word family. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Clarified a lot. But it made you get up and get on your shit. Hell motherfucking yeah. Get on your grind. And, you know, that's what it's about. It's about, you know, doing it for yourself. Fuck. A lot of people, I want to do it for my mom. I want to do it for my, my kids. Do it for yourself first. Because if you don't do it for yourself, you can't do it for nobody. Like mm-hmm. I thought, like I talked about in self love, self love starts with thyself. If you can't love you, how do you expect you to love somebody or expect someone else to love you? If you don't need exactly, love you? it don't exactly. go, it don't yeah. go together. So you know, it's just going through a whole lot of shit at a young age. Mm-hmm. 
it just made me, you know, it made me stronger for what's going to come. That's the life lessons. Man, the life lessons. They, but you got, you can't be blind. You got to sit and, and, and you got to, you got to be honest with yourself and be like, okay. You got to. Where in this situation did I cause this problem? Because any problem, I don't, I don't care what nobody say. Any problem that somebody have in their life, you you're, you did an action somewhere to bring that to you. For every action, problems, it's a reaction. That part. Problems just don't come out of nowhere to somebody's mm-hmm. life. If you ain't in, if, if you're not doing nothing, how can something... You know, be some bullshit. I mean, it could be a freak act, but that's that's not that's not, that's that's not common. Yeah, that's not, but that's not even in your control. A freak exactly. accident or anything, that's not even in your control. So, you know, when you take when you take action like like Kobe, when he airballed that uh, that shot in Utah, mm-hmm. he said, "Bro, I didn't prepare myself. I was tired. My legs. I was out of shape." But he said, "But guess what?" When I came back, I made sure I would never be out of shape again. Hmm. I could run all day now. And, you know, that's what's part of the, you know, the process of, of making your legacy great is understanding where you had a fault. Exactly. Knowing that you will have a fault, you know. So, the Mamba mentality is more than just, you know, fighting through. Fighting through, not giving up, willing yourself is also, you know, accepting that I'm not perfect. I fuck up. But I but I need to I need to realize where I fucked up. How can I fix it? What's the next What's the next plan of action? You know that I need to do so I can fix it. But you know, man, it's sad that he gone because that's a great. That is a great that's gone. You know, and not just a great on the court, but just a great man. Period. Yeah. By the example that he left for this world, came in out of high school. Didn't nobody think he was gonna do it, but he did it. So, you know, man, we're about to wrap it up. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of Kicking It With Jig. You know, I, I thank y'all. Thank you, Twacky Jones, for stepping up and man, man, having this conversation with oh, me. Oh, no, you already know, brother. This love, brother. Man, you know, I hope y'all have a wonderful day and be safe in the streets. God bless. Peace out. <coughs>